All right, uh, welcome to the Bigfoot Society podcast. Uh, we've got a cool episode for you today, pretty good. Uh, I think you'll love it. Uh, <clears throat> doing a lot of great content over on our Bigfoot Society Instagram page, and I've started to make info uh, graphics. You'll want to go over there and check them out. Started out with the top five states of uh, Bigfoot reports as seen from the data on bfro.net and the engagement on that was incredible everyone was getting behind that and saying well what about this state why isn't Oregon on there blah 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 and there are a lot of surprises you know the stuff you're gonna want to see this the states that are on there it'll blow you away and it's not an infographic that's saying what are the most normally thought of Bigfoot states, but it's what, according to the data from the reports from BFRO.net. Um, so I made a follow-up real quick, made a top 10. Um, Oregon's in there, so some people can rest a little bit better at night. Uh, so you want to go over there, see what number one is. I'm not going to spoil that for you. Uh, you'll find some some uh, some interesting ones. Also, I uh, made a follow-up post where I took that number one state and figured out, okay, what are the top, uh, the top counties, the top five counties with reports? And there's a little bit interesting analyzing that data and seeing... I thought it was going to be on the far end of the state. Turns out it's in a part of the state I hadn't really thought. Again, I'm not going to say what the state is because I want you to go over and experience what that info is for yourself. So go to at Bigfoot Society, uh, our Instagram page. And uh, we're going to be putting out a lot more cool uh, info-based content like this. I, I'm an info guy. I like to analyze things. And... Also trying to figure out how to make some cool graphic things. So go ahead, give us a follow over there at Bigfoot Society as we uh, crank out some cool new content for you. Coming up later in the show, um, so part of this, you know, really cool uh, uh, graphics I've been putting up in the last day or two, it's kickstarted a lot of really cool conversations where people will be like well in this state i had this encounter and i'm like well tell me more so they've started to email the uh bigfoot society email which of course is bigfoot society at gmail.com feel free to give us a line over there if you've got an encounter too to share bigfoot society at gmail.com there's no character limit in an email you can make it as long as you want and hey if you've got audio or video to share go ahead send it over love to uh to share it uh unless you say you know and i'll double check anyways but just you know don't send stuff you you don't want us to share we're gonna change the names and you know i'll i'll check with you anyways just because that's a nice thing to do but anyway so um individual from uh, uh northern georgia shared a uh, very interesting encounter they had and uh, you'll need to stick around until the end or in a few minutes uh, to get that 
that uh, story. I'm going to read that email for you. It's a pretty cool account. Uh, and as we get more and more reports rolling in, going to start um, uh, going to start sharing those with you on the podcast. Also, uh, we're going to try to kick things up around here again. I'd love to get some more interviews. Uh, the Seth Breed love from Small Town Monsters interviews is by far the most popular episode by leaps and bounds on the podcast. Uh, so we need to get some more interviews on this podcast. I'm going to start you know, talking to people again. And if you, you know, <clears throat> if you got a Bigfoot themed podcast or Instagram page or whatever, and you know, you want to get yourself out there and you think you got a cool story to tell, you got a YouTube channel, hit me up and send me a DM at, at Bigfoot Society. Send me an email at Bigfoot Society at gmail.com and we'll see what we can get together. If I think you make the cut, I mean, if you make the cut, you're in. Yeah, you'll probably make the cut. All right, but uh, you know, give me a give me a shout. <clears throat> um, so we got a, I got a lot of cool ideas. I just got to figure out how to do them. I want to set up a thing. I don't know if I should talk about it yet because I don't have it set up, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. I want to set up like a P.O. box where if you've got like old Bigfoot clippings from newspapers or like books or anything cool and you're like, I don't want this stuff anymore. Let me send it over to Bigfoot Society. We made that happen. And I can feature it on the Instagram page. It'd be an awesome time. Or, you know, maybe be a way for you to support the podcast and, uh, Hook me up with, you know, some of the newer Bigfoot books I can read, review on the podcast. Just trying to think of some ideas. But I'll let you know down the road once I get that set up because I got to get that P.O. box set up first, okay? So this kind of rambling a little bit. All right, <clears throat> coming up next, I'm going to have a discussion about a report sighting from northern Georgia from an individual. Cool thing is this has never been shared before. Uh... I will say is she, she has never shared this with any Bigfoot site, as she says before. We're the first ones. We're going to break it here. So you don't, you're not going to want to miss this. So stick around for a few minutes. All right. We'll be back. So I want to take a few minutes out uh, just to share something with you. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a lot more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just download the app and make a podcast today. It's that easy. All right, back to the action. All right, so let's get into the account that was sent to me uh, last night. Uh, and this is someone who had seen one of the uh, infographics on our Instagram account, at Bigfoot Society. So I'm just going to bring that up right now here. All right, so here is 
the account from Shelley in northern Georgia. I can't say for sure if our experiences in Georgia were by a Bigfoot for sure, but it could have been. We never actually saw anything, but everyone had some kind of feeling of being watched, especially when we were by the campfire out front of the cabin right next to the woods. We were staying in a cabin on Lake Seed Road in Lakemont, Georgia, summer of 2016. My in-laws rented the cabin for our family vacation. When we pulled into the parking area out front of the cabin, we all noticed a horrible, and horrible is in capitals, smell out front and to the side of the cabin by the creek. That first night, my kids, who were 14, 12, and 11, knocked on a tree by the creek inside of the house, and after the third knock of the tree, got two knocks back, a few minutes apart, but then nothing. My dogs, whom are not afraid of anything, were always near us and woofing on occasion, but they would not go into the woods, which is fine with me because I definitely felt goosebumps and did not want to retrieve them. They are a large breed dog, a Newfoundland Shepherd mix, and a Bull Mastiff mix, medium size, and not easily scared off. Anyway, that next morning around 6.30 to 7 a.m., I stepped out onto the side porch, which faces a creek, and heard a splashing in the creek, which is about 25 to 30 feet from the side of the porch. But there are a lot of bushes and trees, so I couldn't see the creek or whatever was making smacking sounds, like two rocks being smacked together. And it was walking or throwing big rocks or doing something in the water loudly. My kids were still sleeping. My father-in-law and husband were across the street lakeside fishing. So I walked over to the edge where trees and bushes were at the edge, hoping to be able to see anything. But I could hear a hugging or grunting noise. I know raccoons smack rocks. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say hugging is probably an auto type thing. So let's see, uh, loud grunting noise, okay. I know raccoons smack rocks together and bears make grunting and huffing noises, but I could only see trees and bushes. I went back inside and my husband came out and sat with me, but no more noise. And that night after we all went to sleep, something was walking around or moving something out on the deck outside our bedroom. The deck had side stairs to ground. My Newfoundland mix dog decided to leave our bedroom and wander downstairs for some reason, which he does not normally do, and our other dog was very alert and would bark occasionally. My husband and kids did go into the woods to explore, but saw or heard nothing. My kids followed the creek back up into the woods slash mountainside and found some little stacks of sticks in odd places, like on top of logs or back up under a tree that had its roots exposed from erosion, but sticks placed in a non-natural way too perfectly positioned. My son said it looked like something a child would do or a juvenile Bigfoot. My kids loved exploring and being outside and are not jokesters, so I ruled them out, playing pranks on us. At the creek towards the back of the cabin were some chairs, were some chairs, and we would just sit out there while they were playing in the creek. This is another area where we all felt creepy goosebumps almost funny thing is none of us expressed these feelings to each other until months later my mother-in-law apparently told the kids she felt like she was being washed out back there too the odd thing was my father-in-law started sleeping in a big chair downstairs in the living room by the front door and he was armed none of us could figure out why and this was on the second night we were there about four to five days I did manage to take a picture of what looked like a footprint in the soft grass dirt area by the creek. Like I said, I 
don't know what it was for sure, but I have always had a sixth sense and I've experienced odd things in my life and my instincts are usually not wrong. I should probably contact the owners of the cabin and ask if anything unusual has happened there, but I never have. So my family's experience probably isn't much, especially not having seen a Bigfoot. You are the first official Bigfoot website I've reported to. Thank you. Well, I would say that's a fascinating story. Very cool details in that story. And I know at the end she says it's not a big deal. I think that's a big deal. Uh, It's pretty cool how the um, different members of the family were having the same feelings. Um, They only found that out until much later. Uh, The knocks back at them almost immediately is a huge deal. The dogs, how they reacted. Feeling of being watched. There's a lot of... Uh, evidence in there. Uh, That's a great story. So thanks again for sharing that with me. Um, If you're listening to this podcast and you have a story you'd like to share and, you know, an encounter you had or something happened in the woods or a swamp or whatever, please feel free to send us an email to bigfootsociety at gmail.com. You can spend plenty of space in an email and you don't have any character limitations so again send us an email to bigfootsociety at gmail.com and if you wouldn't mind head on over to the podcatcher that you use to listen to this podcast hopefully itunes or the big guys and please rate this podcast and leave a review Um, we need some good reviews to get our numbers up uh, we've had some <laughs> not so good ones, but I know that uh, we can get some good reviews and get up on the board. So thanks for doing that. And um, subscribe, like, uh, follow us over at, at Bigfoot Society at Instagram and uh, join the conversation there. There's a huge, huge conversation on our recent posts. So you'll want to definitely see that. Um, join in with us next time again. If uh, anyone's up for an interview, Contact me via DM on uh, at Bigfoot Society Instagram. Or you can just send me an uh, email at BigfootSociety at gmail.com. Thanks for listening tonight. And uh, keep looking for the Squatch. Have a good one. Before we go, I'd like to spend a few minutes to talk to you about my friend Pat Flynn and his course, Power Up Podcasting. We've all got a story to tell. And what better time than now to start your own podcast? Now, you can start that with Anchor, which is a great tool. But if you want to go to the next level and learn all about podcasting, you should really look into the course Power Up Podcasting. Now, I'll let you know it is an investment. It's about $799, but you're buying it forever. And there's a Facebook group that you join that has great, great knowledge, you'll learn from it. Um, Also, I do get 30% of every purchase of this course. So not only are you learning all about how to make your own podcast and share what you love, but you're also supporting Bigfoot Society, the very very hefty amount as you can uh, do with some math there. So if you want to support Bigfoot Society, which you love if you're listening to this, 
then go ahead, click on the link that you'll see in the description for this uh, podcast. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Have a great night.